Did you meet Just... Tommy Dreamer dressed as a oh! penis? <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Oh, look at that. Can you, see me? Can you hear us, sir? Yeah, I can hear you. Excellent. Phenomenal. How are you doing tonight? I'm so tired. Oh, me too. Uh, sometimes I, I'm like, oh, shit, I got a show tonight. But, uh, yeah, I'm extremely tired. What would you be doing tonight if you were not on this show? Would you be sleeping? Uh, Doing what I'm doing now. I'm just watching basketball before work. What, what, um, what are you watching? Uh, right now the Bucks and Bulls. The Bucks are blowing the Bulls out. You're a big Laker fan. That I am, um, unfortunately. You are unfortunately a Laker fan. Um, I do know that you are a Kobe Laker fan, which means you're probably not a LeBron Laker fan. Oh. Uh, and is it true? I just saw this on Twitter. I don't know if it's true. I only believe half of what I read on Twitter, and the other half is bullshit. Um, is he done for the year, Kobe? You mean Kobe? Not Kobe. Kobe? Are you, I'm sorry. Do you mean LeBron? That's how much I love Kobe. Rest in peace, Kobe. Sorry. It's not too soon. Yeah. LeBron. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, I, why would he play? They're already out. Yeah. I know? think, I thought I saw something about him saying he's sitting down, sitting out. I don't know. They are officially I mean, eliminated. Yeah, he he should. I mean, his body's like going to shit right now. So yeah, there's no reason for him to play. Man, I feel really bad. I hope nobody from Cody's coat. Now I'm talking about Cody. I have too much on my brain. <laughs> I'm tired, man. My shoot job's getting to me, and it's only fucking Tuesday. Damn. I work with. Kids. I'm still not recovered from the week. No. No. Uh, WrestleMania weekend or just. Yeah. 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 What did you uh, What did you do this weekend? Uh, I had five shows. Interesting. And most of the time I didn't go to sleep until the earliest I went to sleep was three. Uh, one night, night, I went to sleep at like 6.30 in the morning. I'm just, I'm tired. <laughs> You're exhausted. Uh, well, yeah. I'll take it easy on you. Don't worry about it. Um, but but before we get started with uh, everything, who you are, people might not even know anything about you. I want to hear... The first time you met the hardcore legend himself, uh, the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy, yeah, Tommy Dreamer. What was the first time you met him? I, I can't hear him. Did he mute himself? I can't hear you. Can you hear him, Vanessa? I can't hear Vanessa either. I've lost all. I was muted. Oh, you're muted. I see him. It's not showing he's muted. No, he's waving. You can see him. He's talking. You're not talking? He said one second. See, I'm good with sign language, too. He left. He's going to come back. Yeah. Be myself now. What happened to my camera's off angle? It should be over. I can't believe I said Kobe instead of LeBron. 
No, I don't hear you. <laughs> oh, there you are. Hey, there. I hear you. you. Hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I don't know what I did. I didn't do anything different. Hey, that's all right. It, maybe it was my fault. I didn't do anything to fix it, but I can hear you now. Um, that Tommy Dreamer. You have? You've never met him? I'm. I'm fairly certain you may. Wait. Do you have a story about Tommy Dreamer? Oh. None at all. None. Not one. I got nothing for you. You got nothing for me. No. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why do you think I met Tommy Dreamer? I. I'm trying to think of the best way to keep this kayfabe and still do the interview. I'll say it. Let me think. Did you meet Just... Tommy Dreamer dressed as a oh! penis? <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Probably because I blocked it from you know my subconscious. Well, it was uh, revolved around some a name we don't mention around here, so I get it. Correct. Wow. I yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, yeah, it was at uh, WrestleMania when it was in New York. Yep. Uh, at a certain penis party uh and yeah uh we were backstage and i was dressed up as uh you know not an undertaker druid but you know an inflatable penis and yeah uh tommy walks backstage and he looks at us and he just shakes his head (laughs) and i died laughing Uh. it was it was great we like I completely forgot about that. Wow. Yeah, I heard you on um, another podcast mention that. I, I was there. I was there at WrestleMania weekend that weekend. Really? I went to that show of the person we don't mention um, because my friend, uh, Michael Seth Babchek, was in a match that night. He He's a radio host on Sirius Satellite Radio, uh, Morning Men, and he was in a match with Matt Stryker. And I think Dreamer was in the match as well. Um, was it like a six-man yeah. tag? Or yeah, something? yeah, yeah. It was a six-man. I tag. think I, I I vaguely remember that. Yeah, he took like a piece of a piece of crap out of his underwear. I believe Babchek did. It's it's fun stuff at WrestleMania weekend. But uh, yeah, I so I wanted to start out the 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 show with that, uh, but a little technical difficulty on the audio and uh, you blocking that out. But that's okay. I get it. Makes sense to block it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I completely forgot. Thanks for reminding me, by the yeah. way. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> um, but speaking of basketball, you you played semi-pro ball. I played uh, – it was just one season, but I played in the ABA. There was like a, a startup franchise okay. out here in Texas. Uh, they are doing tryouts, and my uncle somehow met uh, – the, I guess technically the owner and got me in the tryout and I absolutely killed at the tryout and they invited me back and uh, I made the final team. I mean, I rode the bench, but yeah, I played. Still there. So, um, yeah. Did you, I heard you talking about this in another show and I'm interested because we just finished WrestleMania weekend um, unless I have my times wrong. Did you ever set up the you want you were gonna try to arrange some sort of uh, three on three tournament, some sort of basketball tournament. Did you get that? 
Yeah, uh, unfortunately, no. Um, it was me, this dude J Rose, and uh, Campbell Soup Myers. He's okay. part of the premiere. Yeah. Um, we were talking about it for months, and uh, we just couldn't figure out how to set it up. But I talked to uh, J Rose uh, on Sunday, and he says, um, "Yeah, whenever we go to LA." I guess for Mania next year, we'll try and figure something out there. But yeah, it just it didn't line up. No, um, I I really enjoyed the basketball aspect of uh, your evolution into wrestling because. So I think you you played in college, um, and the so correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the PA announcer is what helped you get your foot in the door into wrestling. Yeah, uh, this dude, Carlos Vallon, he, uh, he's like a San Antonio guy. Well, I think he was like in Corpus for a while, but, uh, yeah, he was our PA announcer for the, the basketball team. And this was when AJ Styles Ooh. debuted at the Rumble. Okay. Yeah. And somehow during practice one day, we got to talking about that and he was like, uh, telling me how he ran his own show or whatever and uh, he could get me, you know, started that way. And I was like, I've, I've always wanted to do that, but I didn't know how. Um, so whenever I stopped playing basketball, uh, I hit him up and he started helping me train. And then uh, I was with him for only like a month or two. And then he got me over to a uh, hybrid school of wrestling in San Antonio. And then I was with them for, a year and a half and then left for reasons and uh just been doing my own thing since then so um you get yeah so you you go into uh the wrestling school then you get over to hybrid um you've always been a lover of wrestling uh influenced by people like guerrero angle uh benoit ring of honor guys brianson or brianson brian danielson <laughs> Man, I am stumbling over my words tonight. Good, <laughs> You're good. great. You're good. It's my kids, man. My well, my shoe job and my kids, but my kids have just been so unlucky lately. I have three. Two of them are sick right now. Uh, they just uh. got regular colds, like regular fucking kids getting sick shit. But yeah, it's just it's just grueling. It's grueling. They're not sleeping. Bad at time. Night. It's just a bad time. Uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah, Ring of Honor. The Danielson, the McGinnis, uh, those type of guys. What was it about them, about uh, those guys, about the Ring of Honor style back then that intrigued you so much? So it was actually, I was trying to figure out, obviously, what I was going to do style-wise when I started. Okay. Um, and it was my trainer that was like, you have like an old school look. Yeah. So... Originally, I started watching like Billy Robinson and uh, like Gotch and all these dudes from like the 50s and 60s and like super old school wrestling. Um, and so, like, I, I started out like super grounded submission yeah. style, like very old school. Um, but as I started to like get experience and evolve, um, I was always a fan of mid 2000s Ring of Honor. So I started to incorporate more of that into my stuff. 
And then I started watching more uh, Japanese wrestling. And if it's not clear by my social media the past couple of days, Suzuki is a huge influence on me. He was all uh, over WrestleMania weekend, too. Yeah. Uh, that was the last match I got to see this weekend. First time ever seeing him live. It was incredible. Um, but yeah, just as, as I slowly like started to evolve, I... Uh, started to incorporate more ring of honor style. And to me, like I'm six, three, two twenty, not super athletic. Like I played basketball, but I wasn't like, I was a shooter. Right. Didn't, you know, I wasn't super athletic. So like, I'm not going to be doing flips and all this stuff. Uh, so the more grounded strike heavy style really appeals to me. Uh, Especially because, for some weird reason, I just like getting hit in the face. <laughs> so I'd rather just stand there and like exchange strikes and wrestle around and like grapple than like run around and do flips. You know? Yeah, got that Timothy uh, Thatcher vibe. Oh, I love Thatcher. Yeah, he's uh, I did too, man. Oh man, I think I saw him. I wasn't in, in at WrestleMania weekend, but I watched a ton of it. I believe yeah. he was at Bloodsport. Did he wrestle at Bloodsport 8 this year? I think so. I think so. I, I think so. That's where I saw him. Uh, it was hell of a match. Yeah, you give me that old school vibe, uh, the Thatcher vibe, the, the, the MMA ground game. But you do a lot of deathmatch wrestling. True. Would you consider yourself a deathmatch wrestler? No. No. I don't. And it's because um to me, deathmatch wrestlers, they go out and do that every single weekend. They do tournaments, they like they do it more than I do. I've had a handful of death matches. I've only been doing it for a year, mm-hmm. but I I don't want to disrespect them by calling myself a deathmatch wrestler because I haven't put in near the work that they have. Uh, I, I'm just like a fighter that does deathmatch wrestling on occasion. I love it because again, I am weird and I like pain. (laughs) Um, and it's, it's a super fun style. Uh, but until like I get more experience in it and put in the time, I guess, then I'm not going to call myself a deathmatch wrestler. Well, I, I had a good question, and then I lost it. Because for some reason, I kept thinking, when I think of deathmatch, I'm not a big deathmatch wrestler uh, watcher, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if I've seen several involving, you know, like Mick Foley, like I like Mick Foley, so I've seen his cactus action and all that stuff. We've had Brandon, or no, we haven't had Brandon Kirk on here. We've had his lovely wife on here, the Kirks. They're deathmatch yeah. wrestlers, and that's um, what popped into my head as you were talking. Um, have you ever had the opportunity to share the ring with one of the Kirks? Uh, not yet. Would you? But like it's going to happen soon. It is. It is. Is it booked? Uh, not at the moment, but if, uh, you pay attention, he stole my 
WrestleRave Championship. So I kind of have to get that back, don't I? I'm still technically the champion. You are. We have learned uh, on this show recently that just because you seal the title and you have the title doesn't mean you're the champion. You didn't pin anyone. You didn't beat anyone. Uh, right. Deathmatch. That's a good. That's a good point, though. Deathmatch wrestling. Nobody's ever actually like. It's, it's no one's ever actually. Actually, I better not say that and laugh because maybe someone has passed away in a deathmatch before. I don't quite know that. Not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I get you. Yeah. So. Uh, which one of the Kirks, which one of them stole the title? Was it um, the great Casey or was it uh, the, that asshole Brandon? I mean, technically it was the asshole Brandon. Yeah. Casey uh, walked down the ramp after my match. I thought she was going to, like, congratulate me. I thought we were cool, you know. Yeah. I let them stay at my place while they were here for heavy metal. Uh but it, I guess she just wanted to distract me so Brandon could hit me in the back of the head with a barbed wire bat. So, Does Brandon have her do his dirty work for him? It seems like it. It does seem like that. That's the vibe. Which I is got. weird. It's, it's weird because he's great. Like, he's a great yeah. wrestler. He's a great, uh, he's a great deathmatch wrestler. Like, I, I don't know why he needs help. Yeah. It's weird. Well, we, we've had her on the show, and based on what she told us, she definitely wears the deathmatch pants in that relationship. Um, So that it doesn't surprise me. It's just, it's just, you know, I guess that's just how it works, you know? I mean, I believe it. She's been on a hell of a run the past couple of months, so I believe it. For sure. For sure. Um, Man, I can't wait for that. That fucking deathmatch. What else do you have coming up? Uh, I have Masada next month. Oh, my Lord. You do like pain. <laughs> my tag partner from AEW, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got he's to gotta kill me or something. I don't know. How, how did that AEW um, opportunity come about? Um, so... I actually had my fifth ever match with Sean Dean, mm-hmm. the captain. Uh, yep. It was an Evolve tryout That's when right. they were in like Maryland, I think. So I've I've known him for you know four years now, or three, three, four years. Um, so when they were in Dallas a couple months ago, uh, he hit me up to you know go backstage or whatever um, as a, you know, an extra. And uh, so I went and did that. didn't get used, but I mean, it was a cool experience. Got to see how stuff was ran and all that. Uh, And then whenever they came back to San Antonio, I hit him up and I was like, Hey, you are in my backyard. And he was like, "Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll bring you in and see what we can do. Um, So I got there and, nothing you know for sure guaranteed or anything and uh i was just chilling and catering and they were like hey uh your name's on the board and i was like oh god uh you know palms started to sweat nerves were going and uh i walked back there and it was uh ass boys versus masada and mercer and i was like wow (laughs) so you have that match with the ass boys on AEW. Um, 
you finish the match, you come through the curtain. Uh, who do you seek out first? Does someone seek you out? Uh, what advice are you given? Uh, so I actually... Technically, I went straight to my phone and uh, called my son. Oh, uh, nice. He's, yeah, he just turned six nice. um, the other day. And uh, so I, I talked to him for a few minutes, which was, you know, pretty emotional. Ah, uh, <laughs> and then uh, after that, I mean, just whoever was there. Uh, I think Chandler Hopkins was back there. He's like one of the best we have in Texas and uh uh, I was asking him how he liked it and stuff like that. Uh, killing Cafe, but uh, hey, hey. talked to Billy Billy Gunn afterwards. Um, obviously, me and Masada were talking. Uh, just you know, whoever. Um, your son, six years old, uh, into the into the product, into wrestling. Um. Not really. No. I mean, interesting. He's he's super obsessed with Pokemon and <laughs> not much else. Uh, but he's he's seen like I've shown him stuff, um, and he like he'll comment on it and he uh, he'll be like, "I know you're gonna win. You're the strongest and <laughs> stuff like that," which is adorable. But uh, no, nah, I, I think he's he's still he he's not around it very right. much so i don't i don't think he'll ever really get into it unless he gets into it on his own so. and he's still at that age like you said with the pokemon he's still five like i i have three daughters all 12 9 and 5 so i, I relate mm-hmm. him to the 5 year old and in like wrestling's out of the house but she doesn't attract to it the 9 year old does yeah. i was just interested to find out like is he concerned? Like, is dad getting hurt in this matches? Like what's happening? No, it's, it's weird. I, uh, I sent his mom a picture of me bloodied up in some Deadpool PJs after my <laughs> four way hardcore match, like two weeks ago. Yeah. And, uh, she was texting me back what he was saying. And he was like, why is daddy bloody? And, I was just like, I got beat up, but you should see the other guy. And he was just like, whoa. That's great. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. Man, those, I tell you, the, the kid to keep you on, on point for sure. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. I, Absolutely. I, I'm not even surviving with my kids. I'm failing every single day. Every day. How do I feel? Too many, too many ladies in my house. Oh, well. What are you going to do? <laughs> You've mentioned Texas a few times. Um, that's your scene. Uh, is that is that where you are right now? You're in Texas? That's where you are. You're from. Yeah, I'm in San Antonio. San Antonio, Texas. Uh, the, the rest, we've had a lot of wrestlers uh, from the Texas scene on here. Um, it's hot. It's big. I, I don't think it gets enough eyes. Um, do you feel the same way? Does it? Why? Why is it like that? Uh, so from what I've understood, it's, it's always been considered like a black hole for wrestling. Someone else told Um, us that. Who told us they had to get out of Texas? I forget now. Go ahead. Uh, but I feel like in the past couple years, it's been super hot and, uh, I feel like the right people, like 
good people are actually being pushed and promoted. Um, and you see that with like Brian Keith and yeah. Q and Barrett Brown, guys like that. Um, and obviously they're getting out there, but they're still, you know, representing Texas. And uh, you have guys that want to come into Texas to, to wrestle them, you know? Um, so I feel, I feel like we just have like Gino, Roxy, like people like that, you know? Uh, I feel like we just have a lot of good people, um, I guess, showing out and it's getting a lot of eyes on the state as a whole. There's still a lot of places that are kind of eh. Yeah. Um, but there's a few that are like doing it right and getting good publicity and and it's just getting more eyes on us basically. Um I know you mentioned Gino and Roxy. Uh reality of wrestling comes to mind when I hear those names. Mm-hmm. Uh Q as well. We've had Roxy and Q on here. Um they spoke highly of Texas. I think Booker T does a phenomenal job with ROW. Uh I yeah, I think I I do think that it needs more eyes and I think people coming in and the fact that we are getting um you know Booker School is is pumping some people into the you know, into the factory, into the the machine. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. It will get eyes on it. Um for a while there, there was uh oh gosh what's when Mark Henry was involved in it S W S Fury oh S S W E yeah S W E I haven't heard much from them but maybe my algorithm's off I don't know they no nah, they got shut down like within the last year or whatever interesting they were doing very like old school kind of like W W E yeah style uh I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, because the last time I, that's not your thing. The last time I heard from them, yeah. there was like, a, I think it was Teddy Long brought Mark Henry in to do something. It was very WWE like, and I was like, wow, yeah. this is cool. This I kind of like this. Oh, there's Big Cass. Big Cass is back with Molina. This is going somewhere. Maybe it's gonna be up there with reality of wrestling. And then all of a sudden, like that, it was gone. Boom. Yeah. And I just thought my algorithm was off somewhere in my YouTube, but. No, I think they like changed owners or something, and then like once that happened, uh, it just folded. Yeah, that's out of that's it's out of my league. It's out of my jurisdiction. <laughs> um, I I do want to jump back to sports for a second. Um, I write a lot of things down, but I never stick to any of my bullet points. I'm just thinking of sports right now. Um. We talked about the Lakers, where I fumbled over my names. But you're also a football fan. I know you're a Broncos fan. Yeah. So I would like your take on uh, Russell Wilson. Um, man, I hope it puts them over the hump because we haven't had a quarterback in you know a few years. Yeah. Uh, I, I like Drew Locke. Yeah, you know he's he's over there on the sideline dancing, dancing the hustling. But uh, I, I don't I don't think they really gave him uh, an opportunity to develop. But obviously, Russ is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So it's 
it's kind of hard to say that they won't make the playoffs, but you got the Chiefs. The Raiders just got a lot better. They got Devontae yep. Adams, you know. Yep. Um, who Who's the other one? The fourth one? Oh, Broncos, for... Chiefs, Raiders. Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm blanking. It's somebody else who's really good, too. Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders. It's not the Niners. Broncos, Chiefs, Raiders. No, that's the next year. Chargers. Chargers, there you Woo! go. Justin Herbert's amazing. How, how could they not make a play, you know? Right? Uh, that's always so got, been a good got, division. That's always been a good division. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you got, you got three teams possibly making the playoffs out of that division alone, so... Uh, I don't know. I it's it's going to be tough. I liked Denver came out of the gate strong this year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, their defense and uh, I'm a defense guy. So I liked it. Uh, they just, so I think Russell Wilson is going to uh, do phenomenal. Uh, yeah. They got some receivers too. They they some have receivers. Cortland Sutton's really yes. good. Jerry Judy's really good. Cortland Sutton. So. Fantasy, fantasy stud. Yeah. Um. We'll see. We'll see. It's interesting. Um, yeah. Also, I know we talked about it. You played basketball. Uh, I know a few others that play basketball. Uh, BK himself, Brian Keith, uh, Mysterious Q, I think, played some basketball. Laker fan as well. Yeah, he's a Laker fan. Uh, who'd win one-on-one, you or Brian Keith? I don't know. I don't know. Uh the level that he played at, do you know? No, I don't. Did he just play in high school? Or? I I don't know. I know he plays. See, I, I don't know. Uh, tough to say. Like, what happens if I, you know, I back him down and I, I score on him and he gets mad and he kicks me or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that to happen. No. What about you and Q? Man. He's a... I think Q might get me. He's he's built like Megatron. So. Yeah, he is, he is built. It'd be kind of, it'd be kind of hard to guard. They'll just post me up all day. So, all right, one more basketball guy out of Texas. I'm gonna put you one on one against. Uh, you went to, you went to the same college as this fella. Um, the Undertaker. <laughs> oh, I'm taking that. He's old. Yeah, he is old. It's, it's one move and I passed him. You know. Run circles. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Knowing that I went to the same school as The Undertaker? Yeah. That's weird. That's very weird. It's it's even weirder to think that The Undertaker, like, played basketball. I think he majored in, like, journalism, too. (laughs) Yeah, that's another weird thing. Yeah. Oh, man. Taker. Good for him. I guess, sure. Yeah, right? Whatever. Whatever fits. Um... (laughs) I got some more non-wrestling uh, related things that uh, I'm dying to know. I know uh, you're a DoorDash delivery person or were. Do you still do yeah, DoorDash? I mean, yeah, on the side. Yeah, On the side, cool. Are there yeah. any crazy DoorDash stories? Uh, not really. I mean... It's it's just cool sometimes, like going in rich neighborhoods and seeing like these badass views that some of these houses have and stuff. Uh, 
but I don't, I don't really have any crazy stories. But you, I mean, you one do. time, go ahead. One time, one time, somebody canceled like fifty dollars worth of food, so I got free food. Oh, that is. That was cool. I never thought of it that way. So if they order yeah. from DoorDash and then cancel it for one reason or another, that food... I have to, I have to have the food with me, like in route to where they're at. And if they cancel it while I'm, you know, while I have the food, then yeah. I get to keep it. What What was that? Yeah. What did they cancel? Yeah, I don't remember. It was some. It was some like Thai food place or oh. something. I would have thrown it yeah. out the window. <laughs> My wife loves Thai food. No, it was, it was pretty a, good. Yeah, it was I'm pretty not good. A big fan. Um, have you any? Have you had any crazy fan interactions? You're a wrestler. Big fans are a part of the game. Uh, of course. What is? What do you want? I don't know. You want? Uh, give me anything. I don't care. You You want the one? Uh, where this six. One six two three hundred pound lady was calling me a homophobic slur That's for cool. twenty minutes in a main event, and then crossed the guardrail and got in my face. You want that one? That is that that sounds like a uh, tough situation. They break that yeah. up before you could handle it. Man, so I didn't let it get to me right. while I was out there because, like, I'm out there doing my thing. Right. I was. Uh, I was just showing on the outside. I was part of a group or whatever, and one of the dudes was in the main event. And so I'm just chilling on the outside, and she's just barking the whole time. And I don't register it. I give her a look one time, but I don't say anything. Uh, finally, the main event ends. I start walking to the back. She's still yapping. So I'm like, okay. I walk over there. I yell at her to do something. And she crosses the guardrail, gets in my face with her fist like this, and she's like, I'll punch you in the face. And I'm screaming at her to do something because I would love for that to happen. And uh, luckily, security came and broke it up before anything happened. Damn. <laughs> That's probably the most extreme uh, interaction I've had so far. Usually, they're pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm not like a super polarizing person or anything. I'm pretty laid back. So fans are usually pretty chill with me. Uh, but that's the one that stands out. I wonder what it was. I wonder what it, what it was with their, with her that night. Cause it's, uh, you know, I don't know suppose, supposedly she was telling the promoter that she, she was just getting into it and she wanted to be part of the show. And I understand that, but there's, you know, lines that you don't cross. Yeah. For sure. Uh, Coming through that guardrail. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of things that shouldn't happen in the world of wrestling, um, what, what do you think? Uh, one thing that we need more of in wrestling and one thing we could use less of. Hmm. It's a great question. question. It is a great question. It is. Pat, I'll bury Horowitz myself on the back for that one. What we could use less of yeah. is fans crossing the line. Fans getting too. I was. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I, I was talking to another wrestler uh, earlier today, 
because a fan DM'd me uh, something and I sent it to them because they're involved and uh, supposedly this fan has a track record of uh, crossing the line and I was like, oh, okay, good to know. Uh, Like, I understand you want to be part of the show and you buy into stuff or whatever, but like, you have to understand, like, we're not actually out there, you know, being horrible people. Some, some of, some wrestlers are, but the majority of us aren't, you know, the actual evil people that you see. So some of these fans need to understand that and chill out. Uh, so I, yeah, I would, I would definitely say just less of that. Um, and what we need more of? Yeah. What do you think we need more of? I think it's interesting because it goes hand in hand with what you said we need less of. I think we need more kayfabe in wrestling. Um, I think we need to keep things more kayfabe. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how you do that in this world. Uh like you said with people crossing the line and with social media in general. But I think aspects of kayfabe um can still be done and I think when done right it works. Now I don't know how we can get to that point. I'm not in the business. I'm not a writer, I'm not a wrestler. Uh I'm not anything. But I think if we can somehow get a little more kayfabe, everyone could use a little like, more kayfabe. Yeah, I I somewhat agree, but I feel like it's kind of hard yeah. in this day because of social media uh, and because you have so many people that are not really characters. Yeah. Most people are just extensions of themselves, just turned up. Uh, so I feel like it's a little difficult to do there's obviously times you can easily pull it off but uh and when done right it's amazing but i don't know i I feel like a lot of people are kind of smart to to wrestling now and and a lot of times they play along but yeah i I feel i feel like it's just harder nowadays maybe maybe we need more fans um letting themselves be entertained by the product and not suspension of disbelief and not going so far as, Oh, well I know this and this about this situation. So that's not going to happen. Just let it go. I think that's what I I think. I think especially on the Indies, uh, what we need more of is like long term stories. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's just a bunch of one off like great wrestling matches and there's nothing wrong with that. But, uh, like for me, I, I love a good story. Um, there, there was, uh, there's this company in Texas called new Texas pro. Yep. And I had an eight month, uh, story with a manager (laughs) and I'm just sitting here facing all his clients until I can get to him. And it's, it's, the payoff at the end is worth it, you know. We we could easily just go out there and 
do a one-off or whatever and then i beat him and yeah. that's that and that's cool but uh you get you get fans more invested when they can grab onto something and they go for the ride and there's a payoff at the end yeah. you know um because you look at like punk and mjf what they just did in Let's aew yes like that was amazing and it's i don't think it's over i think they'll circle back to it yeah I feel like if, if somehow we could capture that more often on, on the indies, like it would make things a lot better, you know? Yeah, I agree. And I think, I think that's long-term storytelling suspension of disbelief and not crossing the lines. And it will make for an even better experience all across the board. Um, yeah. Well, Aaron, we're nearing the end of the show. And uh, what I do at the end of every show is I'm going to give you the mic now. You can put over anything you want. You can bury anyone you want. You can plug, say, anything you want. I will not interrupt. The floor is yours. Uh, I'm not going to bury anybody because I'm, I'm very much in in a zone right now of putting people over. There you go. Because uh, I, I feel like we could, we could all eat, you know. There's plenty of wrestling to go around. Everybody can you know, get a slice. Uh, really, the only thing I have that's huge coming up is uh, Masada at Full Blown Pro in uh, Laredo, Texas, uh, May 22nd, I believe. And that is going to be violent and bloody. And honestly, that will be the biggest match of my career because those who know Masada know what he can do and i've been in the ring with john wayne murdoch and atticus and Orin and reuben Steele and casanova valentine and now we're going to masada so this will either make my deathmatch career or it will end it <laughs> so very much looking forward to it uh, uh yeah that's that's really all i got right now phenomenal Awesome. Yeah. Great stuff. Uh, you've been a pleasure to have on. Uh, thank you for giving us your time tonight. Uh, go get some rest and, uh, you know, uh, stay, stay sane. Don't get too hurt. I'm going to try. I'll try. Have yourself a great night. All right, man. You too. Yeah, thank peace. you. Peace. Awesome. Nice chill guy. <laughs>